This week, the Mortgage News Roundup. Proprietary reverse mortgage demand declines in California and the Reverse Market Minute with Reverse Market Insights, John McHugh. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of July 24th. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. Welcome back. Today, we're going to begin with a new segment we'll be bringing to you periodically, a mortgage news roundup from across the nation. As we know that the traditional mortgage market and the reverse mortgage market are both impacted by similar macroeconomic conditions. First, mortgage staff layoffs from Housing Wire and yet another sign of today's challenging mortgage lending market, U.S. Bank, the fourth largest U.S. mortgage lender, is laying off staffers in its mortgage division this week, a spokesperson confirmed last Tuesday. However, mortgage volume has been in a free fall at the bank amid surging rates. The bank's total mortgage origination volume reached $9.6 billion from January to March. That is down 41.7% year over year. Next, smaller lenders are getting gobbled up. Independent mortgage lenders are ripe for mergers and acquisitions from larger lenders, according to a recent Housing Wire story. Like frogs in a slowly boiling pot, the number of lenders seeking to exit the market is continuing to grow. The column notes, the pace of mergers and acquisition deals in the independent mortgage lender market in 2022 and projected for 2023 combined is expected to be more than double the mark set during the unicorn lending years of 2020 and 2021, according to one recent industry analysis. And that excludes the count of lenders who have or soon will exit the market silently off the radar of public records. One of the primary factors that are pushing independent lenders to exit is the rapid pace of loan repurchase demands from the government-sponsored enterprises, or GSEs, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. If an IMB is cut off by the GSEs for violating its net worth requirements, for example, it can still sell loans at a haircut to loan aggregators, but such a covenant violation, others experts say, also will trigger an increased scrutiny from its warehouse lenders. And when new homes are cheaper than resale. New home prices are less costly per square foot than existing homes in several metros across the country. While existing homeowners are reluctant and likely emotionally attached to the listing price of their home, home builders and developers are more pragmatic and have taken steps to sell an increasing number of completed homes coming to market. Axios reports builders are showing strong sales thanks in part to price cuts and one especially popular incentive. Mortgage buy-downs. This is how it works. Builders pay money up front to cut the cost of a mortgage for a period as short as two years or as long as 30. For example, Lennar Homes is offering a fixed-rate mortgage at around 5% when buyers purchase new construction through the builder's finance arm. Polte has offered 30-year fixed rates as low as 4.25% in recent weeks. Mortgage buy-downs can save buyers anywhere from a few hundred dollars on a two-year term, perhaps with hopes of refinancing when the market cools, to tens of thousands of dollars over a 30-year mortgage, depending on the rate, price, and buy-down payment. New construction is the place to find deals, perhaps an idea for those of you who are specializing in Heckam for Purchase transactions. Sellers feel little pressure to cave on pricing, but builders flush with inventory are luring buyers out of the cold with price cuts and by offering short and long-term mortgage deals cheaper than the average 6% plus 30-year rate that is common today. About 75% of builders are dangling mortgage rates that buyers cannot find on their own through lending institutions, according to surveys conducted by John Burns Real Estate Consulting. 
And before we look at the changes in proprietary reverse mortgage volume, we're going to bring you the reverse mortgage market minute with reverse market insights. John McHugh, John, take it away. Thanks, Shannon. Last month, we spoke about the decline in volume in April, mainly due to the loans that were most likely pulled forward for endorsement due to the AAG and FAR merger. But I'm happy to say that in May, we did see a small uptick in volume again from April by 4.6% to 2,051 loans. Even better yet, in June, we saw another big jump in volume by 24.7% to 2,561 loans. We'll get more into June next month, but I'm bringing it up here to show that we are starting to see an upward trend from that dismal April. Another interesting factoid from May is that it was the first month in which AAG did not record any endorsements. But again, if we peek into June, there were still a few stragglers as they did record 57 endorsements in June. One would have to imagine that will be the last month they will have any loans, but only time will, will confirm this. Even though May only saw a slight increase in volume, we did have a few of the top 10 lenders show considerable increases in their volumes. Good Life jumped 54.3% to 54 loans. Mutual Omaha rose 18.3% to 589 loans and the top spot for the month of May. Liberty gained 13.1% to 181 loans. Not only did volumes decline in April, but so did case number assignments. This was significant because all year up to that point, this had been increasing month after month. So combined with poor showing with endorsements and a decline in case numbers, we had to stop and reflect a bit. The good news is that in May, not only did endorsements recover some, but case numbers bounced back pretty significantly by 21.8% to 4,024. That's the second highest reading for 2023 and less than 1% off from March's level, which was the highest number for 2023 at 4,047. The new equity takeout cases issued bounced back 21.8% to 3,293. Purchase rose pretty significantly also at 44% to 229, and Heckam to Heckam gained a little by 4.1% to 502. Compared to April, May is definitely on a better track, and again, next month we'll dive deeper into June, but we already know that the recovery continues into June. With the increase in case numbers, we know that the interest for the product is there, and we should continue to see decent endorsement volumes the next few months to come. Next month, we'll take a deeper dive into what exactly happened in June, and we'll see if case number assignments can continue to stay north of the 4,000 mark and hopefully more. Thank you, John. Reverse Mortgage Daily reports that proprietary reverse mortgage demand has declined in California. The number of private lender reverse mortgages originated is basically a black box in our industry, with such numbers being closely guarded by lenders. However, RMD reports that other sources could shed some light on this important segment of the industry. During a reverse mortgage market presentation conducted in June by DBRS Morningstar, some recent trends in private reverse mortgage lending were revealed. Data shown during that presentation reveals that a notable drop in business and proprietary reverse mortgage loans in California was experienced between 2021 and 2022. We know that California makes up the bulk of the proprietary reverse mortgage market, said analyst Joe Morgenstern during the presentation. However, I do want to point out that specifically we can see California dropping fairly substantially in Q1 2021. California started out accounting for nearly 90% of all proprietary volume 
And by Q4 of 2022 and most recent data, it dropped down to nearly 73% of overall proprietary production. One reason proprietary products have such a large portion of the market share in California and some of the other similar Western states is due to the high home values and higher property values in general, many of which would be above the Heckam lending limit, he said. And so a proprietary product may have been more advantageous for that borrower. That is part of the reason why we see this distribution in California, Florida, Texas, and New York, which also contain the largest numbers of Heckam Active Buyouts, or ABOs, in the industry, based on data and classifications by DBRS, Morningstar's own rating classification. The highest share of non-performing or inactive ABO loans comes from Florida, New York, Puerto Rico, and California, respectively. In terms of proprietary loans that are still active, California continues to make up nearly 60% of the total market, said Morgan Stern, with an active unpaid principal balance averaging 685600 Falling far behind are the next most prominent proprietary states, including Florida at 6.1%, New York at 4.6%, and Texas at 3.1%. The top four states comprise about 75% of the overall proprietary market. Despite the shift in distribution, California, Florida, New York, and Texas all remain in the top states for proprietary loans. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Heckam World Weekly. We are now on Spotify, and of course, Apple users can still listen and subscribe on iTunes. And a very important programming update today, we're releasing our latest analysis in our video, the industry leader update on how older homeowners are getting squeezed by both traditional mortgage loan rejections and skyrocketing homeowners insurance premiums. You don't want to miss that episode. Thanks again for joining us and be sure to return next week for more. Reverse Mortgage News on the go.